Before we go on, let's take a word from Dr. Fizi. Uh, thank you very much, um, Mr. Fizi. Fizi Speaks, right? I think it's Fizi Speaks. Uh, my name is Dr. Fizi, PhD. Um, yes, I would like to just uh, talk to you, uh, speak to you on uh, the importance of being in a good relationship. Um, already, uh, you know, the depression uh, that is ailing a lot of our patients these days in hospitals, uh, uh, it's really alarming. Uh, if you're single, it's a problem. But if you're not single, that is still a problem. But worst of all, where you know, medical science becomes really, really concerned for your health is if you are not single and you're in a very toxic relationship or otherwise called uh, toxicitis relationship, um, Sopia. Yes, if you're in that relationship, that is a problem. And I really do not, you know, advocate or advise any of uh, anyone anywhere to be in such a relationship. A relationship with bad communication is really just a So please, listen to this podcast. Enjoy yourselves. And yes, relationships, relationships, relationships. Whether you're 25, 35, 65, 95, you have encountered relationships before in some way, shape or form. If you're 16, 5, 0.5 0.5 something you still have experienced relationships in some way okay i don't know how 0.5 does it i mean i don't know how it works but i know that yeah definitely at some point in time uh, we do have to relate with other people with our environment so relationships are uh, a very present part of our being us you know uh, socializing even if it's not with other people it's with pets it's with our environment we are constantly in a relation to things uh yes communication is a very big topic whether you've been in a very um strong you know bonding like engagement in your relationship if you've been in a relationship where you it was very loving and caring well good for you if you've been in a family that has been very loving and caring kind and generous to you then yes you have an idea of what that's like if you've been in a very uh how do i say this if you've been in a relationship that is very well we can say that at least we know uh that you've been in some kind of relationship um, relationships are not always bad or always good however they teach us about ourselves and about other people as well now when it comes to relationships and communication i feel like a huge thing is that we are quick to talk about how communication is key communication is very important communication is everything communication is this that blah 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 well partly correct partly i would say no because communication alone is not everything just because you talk a lot is not everything so let's get into some common misconceptions uh, people have as regards um you know relationships and you know 
communication, especially communication as we see it. Now, a lot of people um, make the mistake of believing that the frequency of conversation or of interaction equals quality communication or relationships. No, I'm sorry. Sometimes more communication is not what you need. You need less because, well, we'll get into the quality of communication very soon. Um, expecting your partner or your friend or your family member to read your mind. Hey, holy, holy, holy. If you are, see, truth about the matter is that whether you like it, whether I like it, some of the things on this list are going to, you know, pertain to either of us, myself, yourself, someone else listening to this, you know, with you or something. So giving in without saying what you think. A lot of us are actually guilty of this, whether we want to admit it or not. The fact that sometimes we throw in the towel, you know, without really allowing the situation to happen. Why? Because of allowing ourselves to get into that flow of that context to actually give the situation what it is demanding. Because sometimes you are in a situation where you're supposed to speak up and say, hey, no, I don't like this. But then you, you just hang in there, keep it to yourself, keep your your otherwise, uh, you know, area of what you should co be communicating to yourself and then expect that the other person will just at least leave you alone. You know, sometimes we want to just be left alone and we do this, we just give in and say, okay, okay, I'll do it, whatever. Okay, fine, it's okay. It is not okay. And you know it's not okay, but you don't say anything about it. That is a problem. That is a serious one. Um, yes. Another one is harping on hopeless issues. When you give in, you know, to whatever it is that has been, you know, you're faced with without expressing what it is that you feel or think, especially when you have a contribution to make. Now, one thing that I've learned from some of my past relationships, you know, what a lot of us do is when we break up from a relationship or we are out of a relationship, you just, you want to get as far from the other person as possible. And that's okay. Perhaps if they're toxic and they wanted to kill you, well, then run away. Jesus, why would you stay there? But then, you know, the whole point of a relationship, whether you make or break or whether it goes further or ends, is that you should be constantly aware of the fact that your life is a journey and not a destination. So take from it what you will learn on from what you've experienced, from what you know you've been told. Take in the level, the the areas where it's not just your your ex partner that was you know, that was you know toxic and violent, all of that. You also had a hand in it, whether you like it or not. So you know, did you tolerate that kind of behavior? Did you make it look like it was okay? Did you allow this kind of thing to continue? Whether or not you want to admit it, the truth about the matter is that we always have a hand in a relationship because a relationship is to, I mean, is, is you relating to something. So if that thing is going on and it goes on for a while, it means that to an extent for a while, you are allowing it to go on. You are permitting it to go on. You are kind of entertaining it. Sometimes, of course, people can be abusive and, well, it's, it is on you now to whether you say, okay, you want to move. You want to move, then you can move. If you cannot move, then, well, that's a different discussion altogether. But yes, uh, your partner can't win every time. Your partner cannot be right all the time. You cannot be right all the time. Being aware of the, of the, the realization or just being aware of the fact that there is no absolution. There is no always. Like, I am always right. You are always wrong. 
there's there's this there's that you're always the you're the smart one you i'm the dumb one this that it doesn't help you and it doesn't help the other person at the end of the day it doesn't help your relationship so you might want to step back and say you know what just let me just allow whatever it is that wants to happen to happen so that we can at least move move on from this topic i call this sweeping um things under the rug under the carpet and i feel like it is very very uh, well not a very sustainable um, way to live because at the end of the day after a while you do realize that you have a lot of unresolved issues that will come back to haunt you severely god yes sometimes also we fall into the trap of thinking that hearing is listening no oh my god this is a serious one i feel like everyone is going to find bits and pieces of themselves in this but i'm just going to go on so hearing and listening are not the same thing because you can hear what the person is saying or you can read the available cues or body language or whatever it is does not mean that you are actually understanding them and does not mean that you are actually um, communicating or they are communicating effectively or you are communicating or understanding what is being communicated to you a very in a very effective or efficient manner so sometimes you don't understand and it's okay to say hey look i don't get it can you explain and this is where it becomes very very pertinent very important that the person you're with whether it be your family member be your friend be your relationship partner romantic partner um, their willingness to teach you and to learn is very important if you are with someone who is not willing to learn willing to be taught you should say yes you should say no absolutely say no please say no say no for your future self yes okay so a lot of people don't find it very um easy to to say that they don't understand but it's a real thing uh, i know that sometimes i might be you know thinking i understand well hey i don't so you have to explain and then maybe sometimes i have to come back two three times and be like hey sorry can you really explain again you know so it does help to try and maybe summarize each other's points and try and feed it back to the other person and try and see if they can kind of tell you that okay yeah you're, you're getting it here this is where you're not getting me and then allow them to communicate that to you it's also very important that in this space if you're with a partner who is willing to learn or is willing to be uh, taught or is willing to teach you know be patient with them and this goes the other way as well they have to be patient with you if they are not patient once again you should say Hello. well at this point you already know so yes so when your partner is done you know sharing their summary um their, their summarization of what you said then you can say oh yeah you got me at x and y but not so much at z maybe we should go over z again and then you explain it now being careful at this point not to judge them further not to ostracize them not to go after the secret they told you about three years ago that happened to them when they were six that's not the time to go after that kind of stuff this is not the time to go into their past and start talking about oh that's why you, you are drunk oh that's why you don't wash your plate when you finish eating you know this is no time to bring up further issues but this is a good time for you to now communicate where you understand and where you don't maybe also talk about your background and your own biases so that they are aware of your biases and then both of you can work even better together
Ah, the next one is actually quite, quite, well, a lot of us have been here. I'm kind of guilty myself and in some respects. Yes. Bringing up hopeless issues. Harping on, just going over and over issues that otherwise are like, why? Did you have to do this? Did you really have to do this? Now, if there's an argument for communication not being everything and that not all communication is good communication, then we need to understand that there are signs that we have been using a lot of bad communication in our relationships. So, what are the signs? Well, one sign for sure is criticizing or belittling each other. If you're in a relationship where you're constantly pointing fingers at the other person, you do this, you always do this, especially using the absolution. Uh, when you say absolution, when I say absolution, I mean using always. So you say, you always do this. You never do that. You, you're this, you're that. It's very easily a way that we actually begin to use labels. You're a selfish person. You're a greedy person. You're a petty person. You're this, you're that. You know, you're, you're stingy. You know, you're wicked, you're jealous, you're this, you're that, you're this, that. Yada, 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 yada. Yeah. So this is actually one sure, clear sign that you are not communicating very effectively in your relationship. After a couple of relationships myself, I was able to experience what good communication is like. So I'm actually really like lucky on the planet. <laughs> but yes, so good communication Criticizing each other, not really where you want to go because you are more more about making a connect between um, what you the other person is feeling and then what they need. Not so much about you like washing down or invalidating their argument, their standpoint or their needs. It is a thing that we all need to work on. And sometimes this is why when you say, oh, I want to date someone. I wish I could date myself. I wish I could just date. Like you say, you wish you could just date the, the female version of yourself. You know, I wish I could just date uh, a, a woman that is like me, but looks like Rihanna and, you know, has, you know, other stuff. Okay. I don't want to go into that. <laughs> okay. So, so just in case that, that is you, uh, you know, thinking about dating yourself, uh, whether you, you're a guy or a girl, whether you want to date, whatever. The, the thing is, realizing that dating yourself does not mean you will not have conflicts or uh, developed a you know mindset of constant conflicts with you and your partner or your friend or your family member so you're being defensive because you have learned to deal with maybe their kind of personality type attachment style or you know as the case may be uh, uh let's just say a ma manner of expression with an air of okay what next what is this about you know so sometimes the person might ask you a question about where are you now and then I'm like why are you asking because you are actually waiting for something that's coming next i know i used to do this a lot in fact probably still do with some personality types because it's like a constant like on edge because you're not sure what their game is because it seems like they're always coming at you with something like the first question is like just a jab the second question is uppercut you know, it means that you're going to have a lot of conflict because you're going to be seeing angles to yourself that you've never seen before. Try this. When you're in a relationship or when you look back on your 
past relationships or even your friendships with your friends, people who you thought are now your enemies, people who you don't talk to anymore. Maybe sometimes we, you know, before just dealing in absolution where you say this person is like this, this person is like that, this person is all about this, this person is all about that, this person is bad, this person is, is toxic. Think about your end of the sentence of the relationship. How did you relate to them in that state? Did you, you did you nod towards those kind of behaviors? Or did you push against it? Did you push against it in a way that it was you pushing against them? Or did you push against the issue at hand exactly? It's very tricky, but it is a thing. Another sign of bad communication in relationships is stonewalling. Yes, stonewalling. Or otherwise, we say uh, the cold shoulder. When you could just, you know, talk to your partner, but you decide to ghost them or you decide to let's say abscond from relating to them as much as possible you might think you know you're just avoiding conflict you don't want anybody to stress you you know you're just being cold to them maybe instead of maybe when you talk to them when you're talking with them even if you're in the same space and talking to them you're being all cold and dismissive right do you want some tea yeah whatever you know that kind of reaction you are actually doing something that i would like to talk about in the next um, relationship episode possibly solo possibly with someone um, but I would do another one of these to address that angle. There's a very special thing I learned about communication. Um, yeah, I, will, I can't wait to share with you guys. So another thing that is actually a sign of seriously bad relationship, uh, bad communication in relationships is being overly defensive. Wow. If you're with someone, be it your friend, your family member, your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, child, because your children are also important. Even your dog. Okay, if you have a goat, I don't let's not talk about it. But if you have a dog, washery, respect. You understand? <laughs> okay, so yes, being overly defensive. The fact that you're overly defensive or apprehensive or just like what are the what is better coming at me with now means it actually goes to show that you are actually not at peace with yourself in your relationship. It means to say that there's a lot of unresolved stuff or possibly a one other point is passive aggression. Oh boy. So many of us, myself included, in some ex in some aspect, uh, we are guilty of this. Passive aggression is like aggression, but like not up not all up in your face. It's more like instead of me just walking up to you and just giving you a slap, which is not what I would do because I'm I'm not that guy. You know, especially not without context, obviously. You can't just go around slapping people, okay? But yes, instead of doing that, a passive-aggressive person might decide to take a different approach, which is instead of confronting you directly, they might indirectly state their, their, their displeasure with you or their anger or their, you know, otherwise discontent with your behavior or your remark or your comment because they don't want to come to you directly. They don't want to have that face of, you know, um, otherwise confrontation. So they would rather go side to side problem is a lot of the time passive aggression may lead that person to find solace in another space because they cannot just come up to you and say hey look i don't like this they would rather go talk to someone else about it problem is that's that means that they're spending a lot of time that they could use working on their relationship with you talking about their relationship with you so this is a problem i remember years ago i had a serious issue with someone 
um, ex of mine, we had a lot of issues. But because I, it felt like going head on, as much as you really want to communicate, you're really expressive and you're coming up with all that energy. Realize that they might be expressive as well, but not in the same style as you. Style, styling is a different thing, different possible thought, um, podcast. But yes, you get the point. Okay, wow. This episode has actually taken me on quite a journey. Um, you know, as I am making this episode, I am still learning. So there's a lot of stuff I am still trying to uh, inculcate um, myself. I teach myself as well as I learn because that's the point of all of this. It's a journey and we are continually learning. And yes, this is just, wow, it's been an eye-opener. Uh, <laughs> yes but digging into what makes a quality life i think that yes it is important for us to actually take into cognizance you know how we handle our relationships the so big ups to everyone um you know people i have relationships with i mean friendships family because you guys all give me research material but yes <laughs> thank you so much uh for you listening right now god bless you uh yeah See you in the next one. Thursday, new episode. Part two of this week's episode, of this particular episode, will be going live on Thursday. You can check it out on Google Podcast, on Apple Podcast, on Podcast, whatever podcast app you use. Just check it out, okay? <laughs> yeah. Peace. <laughs>